You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Well, today, the reason I'm excited is Thursday. Well, we're recording on Thursday. You guys might be hearing this on Friday. But Thursday is the start of the college football weekend. So everybody listening to this is already immersed in the college football weekend. And I'm particularly excited about the Thursday night college game tonight, North Carolina and Pittsburgh. It has nothing to do really with Alabama, although I can make an argument it does. But But what I'm excited about is the Thursday night college football schedule is usually so crappy uh, because they just don't want to compete against NFL games. So uh, to have, you know, top 25 Pittsburgh versus a legitimately good team in North Carolina, two exciting NFL quarterback prospects in Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell. Uh, yeah. What a fun uh, game tonight. Of course, you got to listen to this. I already know who won. And uh, I'm predicting a North Carolina upset. So, uh, you know right now if I'm uh, if I was right or wrong. Yeah, and you've also got an NFL game with uh, Baltimore and Miami where you got Jalen Waddle, Tua Tagovailoa, Marlon Humphrey. So that's pretty cool too. Um, this episode yep. is brought to you by McDonald's. By the way, I'll talk about them in just a minute. Uh, Jimmy, we're, this is our predictions episode, but before we do that, I just want to uh, put out a couple of odd and end things in this particular segment. First of all, uh, this weekend, Baton Rouge Catholic five-star 23 receiver Shelton Sampson will be visiting Alabama. I don't know that he could have picked a worse game to visit, but uh, okay. Uh, look, as long as he's here, uh, let's show him a good time, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we have kids here every weekend. Uh, sometimes there are kids that we want really badly. Other times there are kids we're evaluating and we want in camp next summer. But uh, And then sometimes it's just a, a gesture of uh, – of goodwill. So we have kids, kids uh, in every weekend. There's only seven home games in a whole year, seven times to see how Alabama football really, really works. So uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully we'll play well and get a big win. We'll, we'll, we'll do predictions of for Alabama, New Mexico state a little later. I'm thinking Luke and I will both pick Alabama to win the game. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, then wanted to, uh, First of all, Jim Mora just hired hired by UConn. That's a little bit bizarre, but uh, whatever. Now, Jimmy, the big name. I'm I'm not sure it's a great hire, but it's a a big name considering how dead that football program is. It's an interesting trend when you consider Jim Mora to UConn, uh, Deion Sanders at uh, Jackson State. I mean, it's a little bit weird. Eddie Eddie George is coaching somewhere. Um, Tennessee State. How weird that these, yeah, some of these big big names are are going after these really small jobs, and I'm not sure that like any of them are looking to go to anything bigger. They may just like it where they are. But anyway, uh, Jimmy, there's also going to be some uh, movement along the offensive line. At least it feels that way. Uh, I know at center there could be a, a new face, and also at tackle, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, this is what I think. Uh, I believe Damian George will be the right tackle Saturday. I think he sort of won that spot the way he performed last week, which is kind of crazy. It's the worst offensive line performance all year, yet Damian George may have won the right tackle spot, which probably tells us a lot about 
how the offensive line has performed all year long, frankly, uh, that, that in, in the unit's worst game of the year, a new starter could emerge. Uh, you know, it wasn't perfect all the time. Uh, he, he did miss some some plays, and, and, there, and there's probably some level of confusion, uh, you know, up front. But I think, you know, the good news is, you know, it's another – it's a full game for him. You know, it's New Mexico State. Uh, it's a good game to learn how it all works for the stretch drive, I think. Any changes this weekend will be about the stretch drive, and I think Damian is just our best option at right tackle when you're talking about Arkansas and Auburn, and I think that's why he'll be out there. Now, the center thing, I've got a slightly different take than what people on social media are going with. I listened to that Saban press conference, and I think people are are confused as to the order of things in which he said he, he was asked about the center spot, and his only the only player he mentioned uh, really was Darian Dalcourt. Uh, just talking about, you know, Darian practiced on a limited basis on Wednesday. Uh, if he was able to fully practice on Thursday, then he would play in the game Saturday. And no doubt, no doubt he would be the starter. Uh, he wasn't replaced because he wasn't playing well. He was replaced because he was hurt. So if Darian's healthy, and he may be, then he'll be the starter. And a separate question about two minutes later, Coach was asked, specifically about Seth McLaughlin, and he said he's next man up, meaning that, you know, he's been the garbage time center all season long. That's not new. He's been out there in the fourth quarter when we've gone to garbage time. Seth McLaughlin has been the center all season long. So I I, I don't think – I think people took it as to mean Coach Saban said Darian is hurt, and if Darian's hurt, Seth is going to be the starter – he didn't say that specifically, uh, and he didn't say it in a way that made me believe Seth is really coming on and he's going to win this spot. Uh, I think there might be a little bit too much Seth mania out there is what I'm saying. And if he does start Saturday, it's probably just going to be until Darian's healthy. And if Darian can almost play this weekend, he's almost certainly to play against Arkansas. So I don't think that there should be some Seth mania out there, but – the good news is Saban talked about him uh, in glowing terms, and they're obviously happy with his progression. He's a redshirt freshman, and I think we should start considering the fact that Seth will be a significant uh, player in the spring in terms of th- there's going to be a new offensive line at Alabama next spring and probably a new offensive line coach, to be honest. Uh, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see who's who's a part of the new group. Yeah, I had Seth Mania last summer, and it took me two weeks to get over it. Um, so, um, <laughs> Jimmy, let me tell everybody about McDonald's. This episode of Locked on Bama is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. A place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place where you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. You can come in after a little league game. You can come in after a big sporting event, birthday parties, all that good stuff. Listen, uh, so head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. Uh, You know, hey, did somebody say locked on Bama listen party? That'd be kind of cool if McDonald's dip some French fries in McFlurries. I'm down with it. I'm loving it. Da-da-da-da-da. All right, 
Let's hey, get into uh, some you know that, uh, here. You know, uh, speaking of McDonald's, uh, we have a big fan of McDonald's <laughs> on the football team. You know what I'm talking about? Who is not that? Not everybody's going to know that. I do not. Jameson Ooh. Williams. Jamo. Really? Jamo. Jameson Williams loves him some McDonald's, and I've specifically heard him or seen him say that uh, he's almost frustrated with the lack of McDonald's <laughs> near campus. The first person anywhere in the United States to say there's not enough McDonald's. Uh, he he says he's frustrated uh, because sometimes the McDonald's that is close to campus is so crowded. He's got to drive all the way across town to go to the other McDonald's, and he does this. So, and 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 hey, uh, Jameson's an awesome player. This is an NIL deal waiting to happen. And secondly, uh, who doesn't love McDonald's? Jameson's just smarter than the rest of us. That's all. Yeah, I think he's he's dead on, and I know Wendy's has come out and said that their French fries are better than McDonald's, but I think uh, uh, Dave Thomas is full of crap. Um, anyway, I mean he is he's dead, so I probably shouldn't say that. But anyway, um, I think he's dead. I, you know, on my on our okay. show Sports Blitz Live, we do a segment about once every two weeks called Dead or Alive, and it's yep. a horrible, tasteless segment where my co-host asked me about guys and says, all right, Luke, is this guy dead or alive? And I'm, I'm at best 30%. I think the live guys are dead and the dead guys are alive. It's crazy. Um, how, you, you know, like randomly sort of famous people, I get wrong about whether or not they're still breathing on this planet. But anyway, be uh, Arthur, let's be talk Arthur. about some- B. Arthur. She's dead. Got to be dead. Yeah, yeah she got to be dead. I mean, she was a thousand yeah. when she was on Golden Girls. I mean, you can only <laughs> live so long. Rue McClanahan. You know, Saban is a cyborg. B. Arthur ain't. Um, right. Rue McClanahan. <laughs> oh, my God, Jimmy. She was dead <laughs> on the Golden Girls. <laughs> she, she was dead then. They, they might, they, uh, uh, weekend at Bernie's her ass for the last two seasons. All right. So you know, let's talk um, about um, this. Well, this will, you, you want to die of a heart attack right now? I can tell you something that'll just make me and you both die of a heart attack. I'm a little bit older. I'm thinking I'm three or four years older than you. But uh, when the Golden Girls first came on the air, when it was first aired live, like, like, hey, Golden Girls premieres this week, all the actresses on the show, all of them, Except Rue McClanahan, who was younger, they were all in their fifties. Oh, that's that's terrible. <laughs> you know, but back in that day, back in that time, and I remember this pretty vividly. Like when my grandmother, God rest her soul, loved her to death when she turned sixty, and I and she looked older. I mean, that's people always used to look older. Now, like you can be fifty, you can be fifty, you can even be sixty. And you can be fine. I mean, you can be super hot and pass for like 40. I mean, back when yep. my grandmother was around, I was a little kid, like 16 years old. I mean, you looked like a grandmother and everybody expected it. Now, there's some hot 55-year-old yep. women and men out there. I don't, I have to throw hey, men in this there. This is what I'm going to do a little bit equitable. later. Every Everybody's listening to Lockdown right now will know this is coming. And I'm going to do this a little bit later because this is going to be great. And, of course, you can probably get to it faster than me and steal this. But this is good. But you you should put up like a picture on Twitter of uh, either Rue McClanahan or, or B. Arthur and, and say uh, uh, when the Golden Girls debuted, 
uh, you know, in 1982, uh, you know, uh, B. Arthur was uh, 57. And then right next to it, put, and here's a picture of 57-year-old Cindy Crawford today. Oh, yeah, that's, that's messed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's messed that's up. That's not fair. That's a good that's idea. That's not fair, but, but, that's but it's idea. exactly what we're talking about. But like Halle Berry, Jennifer Aniston, they're like old enough to be on the Golden Girls. They look like freaking Victoria's Secret models today. It's fantastic. Um, all right, yeah. let's get into some predictions. Um, great, really quickly. Great subject matter. Uh, How the hell did we start on that? That's my fault, I'm sure. That we have ruined this segment with Rue McClanahan <laughs> talk. Um, I, I can't wait to put this in the episode description. Like Luke and Jimmy give their predictions, talk about some random Alabama nuggets, and Rue McClanahan. Um, did you do the bit okay, where you so thank North everybody North. for listening to Locked On Golden Girls? <laughs> Uh, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, you've already given your prediction. You think North Carolina gets the win? It's in Pittsburgh, by the way. It is, yeah. I like North Carolina on the road. Big Sam Howell fan, I think. He hasn't had a lot of help around him. But I want everybody to, you know, now it's too late because everybody's listening on Friday. If this gets out on Thursday, watch Sam Howell. Don't watch the players around him. Don't watch his offensive line. Watch him. You will convince yourself he's a first-round pick in the draft. He, he, he checks every box. Uh, Michigan, Penn State, really quickly, do you think Penn State can get the win here? They're a one-and-a-half-point dog. Mm-hmm. I like Penn State you at like home State? to win the game. Penn State wins okay. the game. Market correction. Oklahoma-Baylor. Market, Oklahoma. It's a market correction game. You know that's one of our favorite terms here. Uh, Penn State better than their record. Michigan <clears throat> is worse than their record. Market correction. O- Oklahoma-Baylor? Baylor at home. Oklahoma has yet to play one game this year good enough to beat Baylor. I think Baylor's been caught looking ahead to this game. Baylor will play their best game of the year. Oklahoma will need two to win. I think Baylor in a close one. Purdue at Ohio State, Purdue's number 19, but they're a 21-point dog. If it was at Purdue, I would give Purdue a chance. I think Ohio State will win this game, but it's one that I would monitor. Uh, Purdue is a famed giant killer. They're also really good because defensively, Purdue is is nearly elite defensively, and they have an exciting playmaker on offense in David Ball. Uh, Purdue has enough to give them a puncher's chance here but on the road in Columbus. I'm, I'm Ohio State. All right, Jimmy, when we come back, we're going to give our SEC predictions along with Alabama New Mexico State, which will be abbreviated because this game sucks goobs and you all know it. Uh, BetOnline.ag is where you want to go. If you want to bet on any of these games Jimmy and I are talking about, you go to BetOnline.ag, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus that you can use to bet on more games. You can bet on college football, college football futures, college basketball, pro football, you can bet on whatever you want to bet on, college basketball. You can bet on reality TV with betonline.ag. That's amazing. You can go to betonline.ag, use promo code Locked On. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. It's easy to deposit, even easier to get paid at betonline.ag. The site is super easy to navigate. You can play teasers and parlays and all these other things. It's a lot of fun. Just go put a little deposit in, get that welcome bonus, give it a whirl, see if you like it. It's no harm, no foul. Put put 50 bucks in, you get to play with 75, whatever. BetOnline.ag, promo code locked on. Then there's Built Bar. Built.com is where you go to get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. They are awesome, covered in chocolate, all kinds of flavors. 
we they sent us the blueberry muffin recently. Loved it. I've had a few of them. The chocolate cookie dough crunch, whatever it was. They sent us that before. It was awesome. I've also ordered these myself several times. Use promo code locked on for a discount at built.com. These built bars, you will love them. They're a great meal replacement. Um, you can have them for a dessert though. You won't gain weight with these things. In fact, you could lose weight if you do it right. You're good for a keto or a keto diet, as Jimmy will tell you. Built.com is where you go to get these awesome built bars. Promise you, you will love them. It won't be the only time you buy them um, because you will love these and they're great just to have around the house. They're guilt-free candy bars is what they are. Built.com for these delicious, nutritious built bars. All right, Jimmy, uh, we'll run I would like to point out Kato Kalen. Kato Kalen, the the king of diets, uh, not an ounce of fat on him. Not an ounce of fat on him. I think OJ cut it off of him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, that's what uh, OJ said. Hey, let's cut the fat. And uh, Kato was like, I don't think you know. I don't think you take that too literally. Um, Can we name the diet after me now that I'll be skinny? Uh, let's start, let's just go chronologically here, except for the Alabama game, which we'll save the last. Now, listen, we got to, we got to speed through these. So Mississippi state, Auburn, um, Auburn five and a half point favorite Mississippi state got a real shot here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm going to walk out on this narrow limb. I like Mississippi state in an upset behind the extremely accurate Will Rogers increasingly becoming an SEC story, in my opinion. Will Rogers and Mississippi State upsets Auburn in Jordan Hare. Wow. Okay. Um, I can see it because it's an 11 o'clock game. I can see it because even though Roger McCreary is uh, flying up draft boards, Auburn's defensive backfield and, and pass defense has not been great. I can certainly see it. I can't call it. I'm going to say Auburn wins a close one. I sort of like Mississippi State in the points. I think Auburn wins by three. Samford and Florida, and I, I know, I know, and Florida's going to win, right? Yeah, I oh, think yeah. it could be close. <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be fun. It would be, fun. It, it would be really fun if Samford keeps it close. I don't think they will. I think it'd Florida be bad for us. Finds themselves. How about this? I, I think Florida. Uh, I'm, I'm going to fly totally in the face of conventional wisdom. I think Florida finishes sort of hot, and they they win out from here, including beating Florida State. How about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can certainly see that, um, and I do think Florida wins this game. I just feel like Florida's kind of kind of on fumes at the moment, and maybe they do finish hot. Maybe they're backing up to get a running start. I don't know. But an 11 o'clock game at Gainesville against a losing Sanford team when you're a losing team at four, four and five. There might be 16 people there. Um, Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia, 20-point favorite. Everybody's loving Tennessee here, and and maybe they should. But, you know, I think that uh, everybody's sort of enamored with what they did to Kentucky this past week. I I think Georgia covers. No. I I mean, I I think Tennessee covers that line. I'm going to pick Georgia to win the game because I'm not insane. I was kind of crazy to pick Mississippi State over Auburn, but I'm not insane. Uh, I, I think Georgia wins this game, but uh, I do think Tennessee keeps it close, and I will not be shocked if this is a one-score game in the fourth quarter. If Georgia loses in the regular season, this is it. This is the only chance, and it's still – I don't care how good Georgia is. It is hard to go undefeated. It's very, very hard, and uh, I think Tennessee keeps it close in the fourth quarter. 
South Carolina, Missouri, a game only a mother could love. Uh, any reason to even discuss it? <laughs> uh, yeah, here's here's my reason. I'm picking South Carolina to win. I think South Carolina wins almost easily. Missouri's a bit of a mess uh, all summer long. Uh, I think anyone would have picked Missouri to win this game at home all summer. But the way the season has played out, it's uh, it's South Carolina. So let's call, let's say South Carolina wins in a July surprise. Uh, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and obviously the best game of the day. It'll be freezing cold there. Yeah, um, I, 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 you know, my, my gut is telling me Ole Miss. My gut is telling me somehow, some way, Ole Miss finds a way like they did the last time they hosted game day and beat us with Katy Perry in town, and who knows if they've been able to wrangle her up again for this. Uh, Lane would love it, and uh, Lane's going to hit on her all weekend. We all know this. Uh, and if he doesn't, Matt Corral will. And, uh, I, you know, I, I guess she's married. She, she, she needs to keep Orlando Bloom handcuffed to her over the weekend. Uh, my gut says Ole Miss, um, but my head says A&M. A&M's just a better team. they got more dudes. Uh, A&M's – how about this uh, in some A&M's really good defense beats Ole Miss's really good offense. I'm not going to discuss Kentucky Vandy. Uh, LSU, Arkansas. Ooh, okay. That's good. I mean, LSU, Arkansas. I mean, the LSU team that, that, that fought tooth and nail against Alabama uh, wins this game at home against Arkansas. Uh, but, but, this is my thinking. Uh, there was an eighth of a tank of gas left, and, and Orgeron put the accelerator to the floor. I think he burned up all of LSU's gas, and I think it's been really bad juju and bad karma all week that Orgeron continued to say he, they were a better football team than Alabama. He said that all this week. Uh, bad karma, bad juju. Uh, they lose to lesser Arkansas uh, this weekend. Yeah, you know what? I think the same thing. I think that they – uh, used up every ounce of anything they had left. And uh, so yep. that's where we are. All right, Jimmy, Bama, New Mexico State, what do you expect here? Uh, I think it's going to be sleepy. Uh, sometimes after Alabama plays poorly, I think they roar back, sort of did after the A&M loss. I don't think 11 a.m. against New Mexico State says roar back, but New Mexico State is so bad that it will be a blowout. It'll be almost a sleepy blowout. Uh, there will be big plays in the pass game and the run game. Uh, the starters don't want, not play the second half. Alabama wins 63-0. to zero. Wow. Okay. Um, I, you know what? In an effort to just one-up you, I'll go 64-0. to zero. How about that? <laughs> You just prices right at uh, me. You prices right at me yeah. right out of this thing. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, we will uh, be back to discuss this game on Sunday, and uh, we'll talk to you guys then. But until then, roll tide. Roll tide. Big week next week. So Arkansas cats can play. <laughs>